get to the money. Welcome to another episode of Drinking After Dark, a podcast where we discuss random topics while having a few drinks. I'm your host, Darius, and as always, drink responsibly. And y'all make sure y'all follow Drinking After Dark podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And y'all make sure y'all hit hit that uh, like and subscribe to Drinking After Dark podcast YouTube channel. Uh, Tonight, I'm drinking on my usual crown vanilla mixed with Dr. Pepper and cream soda. And tonight's episode will be dedicated to the uh, victims of this tornado this past weekend. Uh, right here in my hometown of Clarksville, Tennessee. So I dedicate this episode to um, all those who were affected uh, by the recent tornado this past weekend and surrounding areas. All right, y'all. Uh, so let's go and get into it. I got to talk about this, man. Uh, Draymond Green. Does Draymond Green have a problem? Well, let's let's talk about it. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, he had a game against the Suns where he ended up striking uh, Yusuf Nurkic uh, in the face. You know, he was saying that he was trying to flop, try to draw a foul, but he just so happened to slap uh, Jokic Nur- uh, Yusuf Nurkic excuse me, in the face. He ended up getting uh, ejected from the game flagrant two. Uh, but this has been the pattern. This is third ejection this season alone. All right. His last uh, ejection was uh, for choking out Rudy Gobert. He was suspended for five games. A lot of people are speculating that he's going to be suspended for, you know, at least uh, 10 games and everything like that. But uh, the truth is, the truth is, is that, uh, no, this is a pattern and everything like that. And um, some speculation, is it basketball? Is it something else than basketball? What's really going on? Uh, Nurkic actually, uh, during the press conference, basically came out and said that uh, he don't know if it's something else that's going on that's not basketball related. Uh, so while he was talking about that, I've heard a lot of people talk about this particular incident and everything like that. What should happen with uh, Draymond Green and things like that? Uh, where's the leadership that's coming from the Warriors organization why they're not putting a stop to this what happened and I'm, I'm gonna go uh to the beginning now Draymond basically had uh Draymond Green has basically has he has these incidents right if y'all remember years ago he was kicking he was kicking dudes in the nuts like he was he was kicking dudes in the nuts it was at a, and this was like that same year where they lost the three one lead to uh, Cleveland, which, in my opinion, still I blame Draymond because he got suspended. He he was baited in. He got suspended for a game, which to me that completely changed the entire series around. Uh, but still, uh, he he was 
you know, he has these actions where, you know, some people say, well, he was just, you know, he plays on the board, you know, on that, that fine line. We all know a lot of times Draymond crosses that line, right? Uh, he crosses that line. But what happened is when you win, uh, it gets swept under the rug. When you lose, it becomes a problem. And we also know what happened uh, last season, beginning before last season, actually, where he actually punched Jordan Poole uh, during practice. And uh, obviously it was on, on camera. I don't know who leaked it, but I know TMZ got a hold of it. It seemed like anything that involves Golden State, bad, Draymond's a part of it. I don't know if Steve Kerr, the coach, is going to have to like put his foot down. I don't know if uh, Steph and Clay, Steph and Clay, going to say, "Hey, look, dude, you don't have to dial this thing back." All right, this ain't the time and the place. You know, we need you out there, but he's not doing it. He said he would never change how he plays. Well, yeah, you won four championships. You could have had five, at least, if you didn't get suspended that one series. But you know, we know what happened there. But this latest incident, uh, you know, he was saying that he was trying to draw the foul because he was being held. Instead of playing through it, he said he was basically just flailing, you know, flailing his arms and all that. He turned around and hit. He was, I'm not going to speculate if it was intentional or not, but I'm pretty sure you don't do that. If there was no meaning behind it so uh what what is the nba gonna do don't know uh does he deserve 10 games at least probably he's gonna get it uh after being suspended five games earlier this year for choking uh rudy gobert this is an issue and it's always been a pattern and what, what gets me about these um people on tv you've known this has been a pattern this whole time but now all of a sudden the warriors are they're relevant but they're not championship relevant anymore right uh now you want to bring this stuff up which i don't think is cool because it should have been brought up this whole time and you know hey i don't know i don't know who's the voice maybe it's just draymond nobody else but even with the coaching staff steve curry you the head you the head coach you should be able to put Draymond in this position. Like you're costing us games with you not being out there because of your actions. Right. And I think that's what should be done. Even if uh, Steph and clay have to go up to him, like, Hey, you're going to have to quit this shit out. You know what I mean? Cause you're not helping the team. You're hurting the team. Right. Especially with the younger players on the team. We need you to help us help them. Right. Not doing that. I, sometimes here's the thing. Sometimes I feel like Draymond's about Draymond. That's what I feel like. I feel like Draymond's about Draymond, and I don't see how anybody could disagree with something like that, right? I don't know. Um, I don't know if he's ever been talked to. You know, a lot of things he made public himself. Don't know. We don't know if it's something going on personal, but I do know this is affecting his play on the court.
with him not being there, not being available, it I don't care how good or bad your team is, when one of your top players is not available, it hurts your team. It hurts your team, man. Even in the workspace, man. If somebody's not there, man, it hurts it hurts your, you know, your team at work. Right? Because that means everybody else have to pull more than their weight to make up for you not being there. So, uh, I don't know, man. I think this is a real bad look, man. I think the league really going to have to let Draymond know, like, hey, what's going on? What's really going on, you know? Excuse me, but that's something that I think that's something should be uh probably should be asked to Draymond, right? What's going on? Even with uh Warriors management, right? What even the owner reach out to Draymond, like why you keep doing this, why you keep getting ejected? What's going on? Right? When you get older, you have to understand there's times where you have to adjust your style of play, right? To fit what the team is right now. Every time you're in the league, right, the team is different, right? It could be different personnel, different coaching, whatever the case may be, but you have to adjust uh, your your uh, style to actually help your team. And with the younger players on the team, but you're not being there, like how can you help these younger players help you continue to, you know, compete for a championship? You know, and – in some cases, you no, know, I don't like calling people out in public, right? I think you shouldn't do that unless it's very unless it's warranted. I think in this case, because Draymond has been doing this stuff publicly, I think he should be called out publicly. I think that's the way he can get a message across publicly. So I I don't know, man. I just think that Draymond is gonna have to figure out a way uh to Dial it back. Still play with emotion, but don't cross that line. Don't cross that line because it's it's getting me. It, you can turn your teammates off. They don't. When you always doing that, your teammates won't respect you. I don't care if you did win four championships. The younger guys can't respect the guy who's not who's not there because he keep doing dumb shit. And I you know what I'm gonna go ahead and say it. It probably is intentional. I mean, you got to go even with uh, him stepping on uh, Sabonis last year. Stepped on his chest last year. Choking Rudy Gobert. Uh, you're you're smacking Yusef. You were kicking dudes in the nuts. You, <laughs> you know, you're doing all these things. It's not, you're not toting that line, man. You're crossing that line. And he is a habitual line crosser. That's what I think. That's what he does, man. He crosses the line. And it's been swept under the rug because he's playing for a championship team, four rings. Nobody really held him accountable. There's like, as long as we keep winning, keep doing what you're doing. But guess what? You're not a championship contender anymore. You're not. You know, y'all, y'all made uh, use of your last uh, run together, which was you no know, magical and everything like that. But now you're not, unless you, you know moves are made. And that's the way you got to play it. 
yeah, you still have that mentality, but at the same time, you know, you're more of a detriment to your team when you're not there. So that's that's what I think. And I think that I think the league gonna suspend him for <laughs> quite a while. I don't know the details. We're not gonna know the details behind the suspension, but we do know that he's definitely gonna be suspended. You have experts is calling for at least 10 games. So we'll see how that goes. All right. All right, man. We gotta talk about this uh other topic. We're gonna stick with sports. Because I couldn't even believe this right here, right? So, uh, let me pull on my glasses so I could. I don't know how to say his name, but uh, I don't, he's a Japanese baseball player. Uh, he, to me, he's the modern day Babe Ruth. If you don't know Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth is one of the greatest baseball players to ever play. You know, one of the greatest uh, home run hitters. Uh, he's also, uh, I think Babe Ruth did uh, pitch for a while, pitched a little bit as well. So what's this? Uh, Shoei Otani. I guess that's how you say his name. He just signed a 10-year, $700 million contract. I'm going to repeat that. A 10-year Seven hundred million contract. Now, I, I guess apparently the now he signed with the Dodgers, so he signed with the Dodgers. He was with the Angels. He signed with the Dodgers, right? Apparently, according to uh, Fox News, the Dodgers weren't the only team to offer him a seven hundred million dollar contract. Uh, who was the other team? So I guess the the San Francisco Giants uh, offered $700 million too. Now, I don't, for 10 years, $700 million? Man, I know there's a lot of great athletes out there in all different types of sports. Baseball is the only sport that I know, right, team sport, that I know where a guy could be offered – 10 years, a couple of hundred million, $100 million, right? But, but, yeah, I kind of jumped a little bit. But uh, I always ask myself, how come there's a lot of players that don't, you know, get into baseball like that, right? Because you'll think, when you think about football, right, you got to be worried about head injuries, right? Lower body injuries, you get in every sport. I get it. ACLs, you can get in every sport. Tennis, basketball, football, hockey, baseball, you know, uh, uh, track, you know, track and stuff like that. Lower body injuries happen in every sport. But when you talk about baseball, right, Baseball is more like an individual sport in terms of a, in, in a team concept, right? And yet, you got players, right, that's getting these massive contracts, 
why nobody going out and say, you know what? How can I how can I hit this ball? How can I, you know, throw this ball? Whatever. They pay the money like that in baseball. I'm surprised we don't see a lot more people talking about, hey, I need to go practice baseball. Right? Well, it's not a cute enough sport for you to get the girls. Here's the thing. So what? You know, you got you have females out there who love athletes anyway, regardless of the sport. So, but baseball is a sport. Um, do they is it a long season? Oh, yeah, it's a long season. I get it, right? Um, who gets a lot of the shine in baseball? You know, power hitters. You got probably uh you probably have uh the pitchers, obviously. Um and stuff like that. But guess what? Those contracts, those contracts, if they're giving out contracts like that, I will be picking up a bat, ball, and a glove. See if I could get at least a $100 million contract, right? See, in the NBA, you know, and, I know, and, and with uh, certain sports, they have salary caps, right? In baseball, I don't know if baseball changed it or not. But I know baseball for a long time didn't have a salary cap. So that's why you have Mike Trout, who was able to get, you know, almost a $500 million contract. Now you have Otani, who got a $700 million contract. Baseball is going to be the first sport that's going to offer a billion-dollar contract. And it's going to happen soon, right? Because these players are coming in. They throwing a lot of money at these players, Right. A lot of money at these players, and when you start when you start to dominate a sport like baseball, you can say, you know what, this guy got seven hundred million. I want at least eight hundred million over a ten year period. Right? Think about that. Over a ten over a ten year period, seven hundred million. That's seventy million dollars a year playing a sport. That's like two max contracts in the NBA. Where is my batting glove at? If they offering these type of contracts, it's going to happen. When you're talking about a billion-dollar contract, we ain't talking about an athlete who accumulated a billion dollars. One, you're not getting it from the sport. You're getting it from all your endorsements and business ventures and things like that. But we're talking about directly from the sport itself. Baseball is going to make it happen. I think what they're, I think baseball, what they're trying to do, I don't know if it's true or not. I'm just speculating right right now. I think they want to give out a billion dollar contract. I think they do. I think it's going to happen sooner than later. Now that those years are probably going to be, you know, spaced out so far. So it probably be, you know, maybe a 15 year contract for a billion dollars or something like that. Right. Um, if they good, they could probably break it down to a 12 year contract, something like that. Right. No, in baseball, you know, you could play a little bit longer because it's not so much of a physical sport uh, as like, you know, baseball, well, not as basketball and football or even soccer or um, hockey. So, yeah, you could play a little bit longer in those sports. I see it coming. I see a billion-dollar contract coming out of baseball. It's not going to come out of basketball. Definitely not coming out of football, right? I see it coming out of baseball, and I think it's going to happen. There is going to be a player, I think, within the next five years that's going to get a billion-dollar contract from baseball.
just from baseball. I'm not talking about with endorsements and everything like that. I'm talking strictly about baseball from a team. A billion dollar contract. I think I think you gonna see when you start seeing that money go up. I think you are gonna start gaining more interest into the sport because a lot of these athletes, right, from wherever they from, you could be from uh, a great area, great neighborhood, or not not so good neighborhood, right? They're gonna be like, wait a minute, they giving out those type of contracts? Man, I'm playing the wrong sport. What sport are you playing? Football? Are oh, you playing basketball? I'm gonna go baseball. Baseball, man, they're giving out billion-dollar contracts. That's the way I look at it. So, in my opinion, I believe that, again, it's going to be a billion-dollar contract within the next five years. And whoever gets it, I won't be surprised. I don't know which ball club going to offer that, but I I've, I feel it coming. I definitely feel it coming. All right, y'all. Uh, so, uh. Appreciate you guys for tuning in to uh, Drinking After Dark. Uh, once again, our thoughts and prayers are to the are to those who have been affected by the tornado uh, right here in my hometown, Clarksville, Tennessee, and the surrounding areas uh, this past weekend. Um, also, make sure y'all catch uh, Drinking After Dark podcast on YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. And um, episodes are uploaded uh, weekly, so please check that out. Uh, continue to tell your friends and family about Drinking After Dark podcast. So please follow on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok and stuff like that. And also, don't forget to hit that like and, uh, and uh, subscribe to Drinking After Dark podcast YouTube channel. If y'all have any suggestions, man, or what I should try next to drink, uh, please hit me up. Um, I'm going to try these uh, buzz balls that I have. So I have those. So y'all stay on the lookout for that review uh, that's coming. Until next time, I'm Darius from Drinking After Dark podcast, and I'm out. Peace. Get to the money, get to the money. Uh huh. Early morning, so you know that I'm on So you know that I'm on Gotta make sure that my family's straight. Get to the money, get to the money, uh-huh.